0: And um, call in. I'm going to put the number in the comments as well. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Relationship Talk Battle of the Sexes. I'm your host, Black Ice. We're talking about right now sexual harassment in the workplace. Sexual harassment in the workplace. Um, And we need your opinion. We need your opinion on what's going on with all of these women coming out. We want to know if it's politically motivated, is someone paying these women off to come out, or is this just real? Or is this how most women would react to the situation? I'm not a woman, so I can't answer that. Therefore, I need you women to call in to tell me what you think um, about tonight's subject, sexual harassment in the workplace. Let's see who we have out there. We have. Any of the co-hosts, I see one of you guys out there on the line, who's this? Chicago, who's this? Okay, I, I can hear your background, but I can't hear you. Chicago, who's this? Okay, let me mute you. When you hear the sound that say you are now unmuted, then you know it's talking about you. Black Diamond, I need you to call into the show. Chicago, who's this? Okay, maybe it's somebody that's just listening to the show. Um, If you want to comment, press star 8 on your phone. Chicago, who is this? So we want to know out there um, your opinion on tonight's subject about sexual harassment in the workplace. Most of you guys have worked your whole lives, adult lives, and you've seen the things that you could do or that you couldn't do to some women. Again, I mentioned earlier before, some women would let you hug them, kiss them on the cheek, flirt with them. Some women didn't play that shit. So what we want to know from you is, is some of this behavior welcoming? And why don't some of these women nip it in the bud and cut it off and they find themselves in situations? Now, I know some of this is because they're afraid of losing their jobs. But, again, we want you women to call in to tell us what you think. ...about tonight's subject and tonight's show. Press star 8 on your phone if you want to speak. Let's go ahead and go to Big Mike out there. Big Mike, we're talking about sexual harassment. Russell Simmons got caught up in this. He stepped down. Um, John Conyers, um, great politician, advocate of, 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 of black issues. He just stepped down yesterday. Today, Al Franken stepped down because of the pressure of making the Democratic Party look bad or making the company look bad in the case of Russell Simmons, all these women coming out now with these sexual harassment accusations. Big Mike, what say you, my brother? You've been working your whole life pretty much, and you've seen people in the workplace flirt with people casually. Some of it was accepted. Some of it you knew knew not to mess with. Give me your opinion on this, my brother.
1: Well... I said, coming up in my time, I seen a lot of people sleeping with people to get what they get, get
2: what
1: they can get. Oh, like, okay, you know okay. I mean? Yeah, there was a lot of that going on, and uh, it was swept on the cover. Okay, we Okay, gave me the nookie. Now you got to make some money. Now you can make some money. I'm, I got. I'm gonna put you on. So it was like, it was like it was cool. I guess a lot of them kept it within uh, within themselves and that person that they did it with. Okay. I'm saying with these movie stars, I mean, with these big-time people, and stuff, what I'm saying is that it seems like all of a sudden, 10, 20, 20 years later, you bring it up, I feel like some big-time, some lawyers, some of them put it in their ear like, you know, hey, we can get some money. I can get you some money. We can get paid off this. They, they probably broke now. I know doing kind of hard in life now. And uh, now, now they want to bring it up, and they, these people that they come coming at, you know, is it's, uh, it's guilty of doing what they're doing, what they
0: have done. Right. And now we're not saying that this is every situation, women, before you jump down our throats. We're not saying that this is every situation. We're just saying that some of these situations are like Big Mike is saying, you know, um but go ahead and continue, Big Mike.
1: Yeah. It's it's Because <sighs> You figure, you know, you grow, everybody grown. And sometimes, you know, <laughs> you know you gotta pay to play.
2: Mm-hmm. And a
1: man a man in power, you know, a lot of men in power use their money, you know, for those type of you know, advancements.
2: Okay. So, you know, okay.
1: I see it on both. you I understand it's not right, but then at the same time, I understand why it
0: happened. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Okay. Right. All right. Well, you know, you know what the women some of the women are gonna say is you guys are insensitive. You guys Kevin Spacey, Black Diamond pointed that out. Um, Harvey Weinstein, Al Franken, US Senator, Louis C. K. comedian and producer. Who else we got, Black Diamond? Russell Simmons, the course. Um, was one of the ones. John Conyers uh, was one of the ones also as well. So let's go ahead and go to Benita and get her perspective on tonight's show. We're talking about sexual harassment accusations. All of these women are coming out right now. The latest person to come out today under pressure of Nancy Pelosi was Al Franken, U.S. Senator, the day before that, yesterday, which was John Conyers. Uh, we had Russell Simmons, we had Kevin Spacey, we had Harvey Weinstein, we had um, so many men that was um, accused. of this. Bill Cosby, you know, was was one of the first ones that okay. came out real big about this thing. Um, I had a lot of questions on the table, Benita. It says, do you think that they're being manipulated or paid off? Number one. To to come out now after 10, 20 years, um, and I know you can't have a blanket answer for every woman. Then it says, um, why would women wait so long to come out? Um, What would you do if you was in the same situation where somebody in power came up to you on the job and and they gave some unwanted advances towards you? How would you handle it? And then it says, have you ever been harassed before in the workplace? Go ahead, Benita, All set. I...
2: Hey, hey.
3: hey, how you doing Big Mike?
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. I uh, needed to, my, my learning style, I do better with all learning styles together, like being able to see and hear at the same time. So I'm trying to Look for the all the questions while I was listening to you. It was, like you said, so at, many questions.
0: Look at the Breakfast Club inbox.
3: Right, right, right. That's what I was trying to do while you were talking. And okay. It, uh, and I'm sorry. so then I wasn't listening as well as I should have been. Apologies, but um, yes, I do think that they were probably manipulated or paid off in some kind of way. Um. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why they waited so long to come out because I don't think they really thought it was that big of a deal up until they were manipulated or paid. Um, And if I was in the situation of the people who was, like, say if I was being accused, then, you know, I have a a tendency to just, like, I don't think that I would be an easy person to be blackmailed because I try to be very honest, and I'm usually pretty honest like because, say you not,
0: because you're not a black male.
3: Oh, okay, oh, go is ahead. that what it is? Okay. You got, you got the black male. Like, like for it. instance, say if somebody came up to me, like, you know, black, you came up to me, and you was like, man, Benita, if you don't tell the truth about what happened, then I'm going to tell the world. I would probably just jump the gun and tell the world. Mm-hmm. And um, had you been harassed why, before why, by be someone a, in power why, over why, you? Why,
0: no. What would be a reason why a woman would wait so long to say these things? Is, well, it be I, told, I, I think that your
3: first question answers it all. I really think your first question answers it all. And then mm-hmm. the last question that says, have I ever been harassed? I very comfortably say no. Now, have I been at work and somebody say something to me that that I can definitely, like maybe some of my other sisters might be like, ooh, that was inappropriate. Why would he say that to you? Um. Nobody has never dared to touch me, not since I've been an adult. Like as a child, I remember being in junior High and the boys smacking me on the ass or um, snapping my bra or sneaking and grabbing a titty or something like that at 13. And that was definitely all inappropriate and I didn't like it, but they um, was willing to deal with the consequences of that, which was a quick, swift smack, right, immediately. Like you snap my bra, bam. You know, just right away you get smacked, but by Benita. But I guess evidently they prefer to get smacked and keep smack, smacking my ass. I think they like the, that better. But um, as an adult, I've never had anybody. Never. No. Mm-mm. Definitely not in an uh, inappropriate got that, way. Y'all
0: just got that look about y'allself? Like, don't play with me. For for those who just tuned in, you tuned into relationship talk, battle to sex. We're talking about sexual harassment. Every hostess on the line, I need you guys to share this video feed and invite some people out. And um, you know, I
3: want to say one other thing real quick though about sexual harassment. Um, while well, I'm trying to share the video too at the same time, sexual harassment, no matter how bad it is, like say, say Big Mike, you and I, we work together, and I come right. into your, I come into your little cubicle area, and you got all this pornographic, you know, pictures, and and you got, like, swinging titties and just all kinds of nasty shit in your area, right? Yeah. So if I come in there and laugh and joke with you and everything's all cool, and I'll be like, man, dude, look at those titties, man, you're so nasty, and then I keep it moving, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And never once do I say, oh, I'm offended. Will you please take down the titties? If I do not say that, then... It is not sexual harassment. At the only point, the only point where sexual harassment becomes harassing, or the only point where porn, pornography or sexual explicitness or sexual comments, the only point that it even becomes harassment is if I ask and you refuse, or if you ask and I refuse. Because of course, it could go both ways against both genders. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, the other thing is how am I supposed to know that I'm harassing you if you don't say anything to me? Like if every day I'd be like, mm, look at that chocolate thunder walking, right? And right. I and every time I say that, you just smile, but you never tell me, Benita, I really don't like being called chocolate thunder. That gives me, that has me feeling some type of way. And you go running trying to report me for sexual harassment, you in the wrong. Because,
0: I, I, you know, you never ask me not to.
2: Right.
3: All right, that's all I want to say.
0: <laughs> and bring on Queen B on the line. Queen B, you're on the line and uh, talking about sexual harassment, all these great men, uh, well, quote-unquote great men or men of prominence, I should say,
4: uh,
0: have been taken down by uh, these sexual harassment allegations. What say you? Um, Um finish. Yeah, so the question is why would women wait so long? Why why would you guys wait so long to come out? What would be a reason why? I
5: think woman... it'd be the same I think it'd be the same reason why men wait so long.
0: I don't see too many men coming out talking about a woman sexually harassed me. No, but... I'm
5: talking about when things happen to them and they pass like they've been tampered with when they were younger and um or molested and then they'll say something later on in life
2: it
5: I, I mean a secrecy It's secrecy and embarrassment
2: mm-hmm.
5: um and have anybody yeah, have, have, um, have anybody, up approached,
0: have anybody up yes up approached
5: you? yes and i was very much embarrassed i was embarrassed i couldn't tell nobody i was hemmed up in the office i couldn't tell no one because I felt like it was just me, and I felt like if I told or to find out if he was doing anybody else that way, or if I told any of the other females that was around that maybe they'll get mad at me and I'll lose my job. So it was at work. And so then later on, so I kept it a secret, and I I felt so embarrassed, and I I wanted to quit. He made me feel so uncomfortable. And I wanted to... But then when I started hearing around that he was doing everybody, and so then I opened up later on, you know, and I opened up and started sharing with three other girls that he was doing them the same way. So I can understand how you wait and, you know, you cover that up because it's embarrassing. It's like, oh, is it just me or is he? And as soon as I found out he had did up three other girls, then I was like, oh, well, I could share what he did to me, too. And then we all can tell on him or get him, you know, fired or whatever because we all saying the same thing.
0: So did they ever come out and bring out the fact that he was harassing people?
5: I don't know if they ever did because I ended up quitting. I actually, I just I just left. I ended up quitting anyway. So I don't know. Whatever happened, you know, he wasn't the manager anymore, you know, but I don't know what happened. Uh, but yeah, that's very that's a very uncomfortable situation for a female. What's the, what's you the know? man uh,
0: Matt Matt Lauer last week? Bill O'Reilly, remember him? Um, um, so it's like one person I, every week you're hearing about a new person that um, is being brought up on these charges. It's it's just deep, you know. Right now that you know that. 10, 15 years later, these things could still stand. I don't know what the statute of limitation is. Maybe somebody can look that up for me while we are on this show. But you know, by by, by no means am I saying this stuff is right. By well,
5: no this what I let me say this. The reason why I said that because I thought about what's his name, Cruz, that um, that comedian actor guy. He said he was groped by one of those. Um, on uh, one of those, um, I guess, political guys. What's his name? His last name is Cruz, the actor that's on uh, the father on Everybody Makes Chris. Terry Cruz. Terry Cruz. He got on uh, national television to tell people that he was groped by one of those, you know, those, um, you know, the guys. I guess the politician or whoever the guy was. He got on there and told it. Why? So that's why I made the sarcasm um, slur about the same reason why men await the tale. <laughs> because he told it later on that he was groped by that man.
0: Well, you know what? I, I, I guess that could be the situation because we had a baseball coach that was playfully fi- silly, uh, if that's the word I can use, on the baseball players. You know, and come to find out he had molested maybe one or two of them. And this was the team that I played on, Ty Kemp played on, and, and a couple of my childhood friends played on. And this baseball coach was a coach at Leo High School by the name of Dennis. And we played for, um, at the time we were children, and we played for South um, Shore baseball league over there. And he would have all the boys spend a night over his house, and he would call himself tickling us and different things. We didn't know no better at the time until we found out that, this, you know, this man came out and he was molesting little boys that played on his baseball team. And we were shocked and surprised. And it was probably some people that that we knew that just never said anything about it. You know what I'm saying? So I can kind of understand um, the feel of a man being touched by a grown man holding off and, and not saying nothing. So I can kind of understand from that perspective why some people would feel embarrassed and some people would kind of not, you know, bring it out there. But I don't know, I just I just felt like in today's society, you know, that people would, you know, actually say something. But I guess that's the reason why they're coming out now anyway, you know, because back then it wasn't so popular to come out. Let's see um, who this is from Chicago. Chicago, who's this? Tygo,
4: you on the line. Who's this? What's up, Black Eyes? This is City Wynn.
0: City win. How you doing, my brother?
4: I'm doing good. How about you?
0: I'm doing all right, my brother. We're talking about sexual harassment. We're talking about,
4: um,
0: man, we're talking about all these women that are coming out, Russell Simmons and John Conyers and Matt Lauer and and all these people – all these men that have been taken down by these women accusing them of sexual harassment. But we're wondering, number one, what took these women so long to come out, and are they being manipulated or paid off? So these are some of the questions that I have to ask. And you've been in the workplace. Have you seen something like this before? where bosses would would, would overly flirt with female employees? Or what? Or what's your feedback on this, cityland What do you think it is? You think it's being these... Um,
4: politicians are being set up. Um, nah I wouldn't say set up, but I I say, um I say it was like Bill O'Reilly and it was like a lot of people, right? Yeah, yeah, Bill Cosby. Yep. Bill O'Reilly I'm guessing, um I say I'm guessing they and they mind I say like a bit like a guy like Bill Cosby. He's probably like he's probably one of the most popular people back then. He's still popular but he in his mind, he was probably like, "Oh, oh, I'm the man, you know, I'm Bill Cosby. She not gonna do nothing to me." Wow. He probably just had that mindset, or or he other, or he probably just um uh, probably try you know, like all the allegations, like the um, I guess getting them drunk and drugged and, and taking advantage, or or maybe they probably even paid them off. And, and, then, and, now, and then... um.
0: And then he was giving them quaaludes, you know, uh drugs according to what everybody else was saying, but he was saying that they asked for it and they wanted it. He was
4: saying Yeah. I believe that too. hmm Because right. um, I guess when you a guy like Bill I mean, you know, like Bill Cosby or, or any one of other celebrities, um probably you know, it's gonna be like a, a lot of a whole lot of females gonna be trying, you know, wanting you. you're gonna get a lot of groupies. So I wanted, I definitely wouldn't be surprised by that. Right. Okay. Definitely, man,
0: we appreciate your feedback on tonight's show. Uh, we're going to go ahead and keep this thing rolling and keep this thing moving on. We want to hear from you out there in um, Facebook Live land. We want to hear from you on tonight's subject. And, and just to read some of these comments uh, that people are saying on the line right here, Okay. Just to read some of these comments that people are saying on the line right here, um, Elizabeth said, "What well, Joanne said, uh, I think women come forth later because they're not interested in the flattering and um, or the flirtation any, anymore, especially if they get into another relationship, just my opinion. So what she's saying, and y'all can tell me what y'all think about that, Benita, Bridget, and Big Mike. She's saying that Okay, maybe they were welcoming all these advances at first, but then they got into another relationship or a new relationship. And now here it is. This person has continued to flirt with them, and they're in a new relationship now. So now that person know, And that's the bad thing with men and with women. Men will always feel like you guys got a special connection or, or a special chemistry Forever, you know, if he used to deal with you and don't deal with you anymore, in a man's mind, and I, I, I can speak probably for majority of men, is we always feel like, man, when I look at you, when I see you, if I run into you, we got some type of special connection. Women be like, no, I didn't move on. I got that special connection with somebody else now. So um, what do you think about that, Benita? She says that maybe it was welcome in the beginning and it's not welcome anymore because they moved on, and they got another relationship. And Elizabeth said, I've been one of those women who didn't want to come forward. This person was loved and well-respected, plus, plus he was family. So it was tough, but I did. Elizabeth, we want to hear about your experience, so call into the show. We're talking about sexual harassment on relationship talk battle The sexes, for those who just tuned in. Benita, um, what do you say about that? Maybe someone... When it comes to sex, openly,
3: when it comes to when it my brother when it comes to sexual harassment perspective is really really, really important
2: mm-hmm. and
3: what one person perceives versus what another person perceives, there becomes so much you know it becomes unclear, there becomes too much gray area, and for something so serious, you need to make sure things are clear clean clear and black and white and that's why you have to have you know the simple ask and the simple no don't like it has to be hey could you stop and then and then the person not doing it like i said no and she kept going right Mm -hmm. um and a lot of times things can be misconstrued like like for instance how many times does my son by accident like bump into me right like i you know the, the kitchen is really small, there's a limited space, and he's running through all excited, and he's, you know, hopping over this and hopping over that, and then boom, he bumps into me. And I'd be like, dude, you just bumped into me. Don't do that. Well, it's the same type of situation in the workplace. You know, you could very simply bump into somebody, and now all of a sudden she like, man, you bumped into me. You did so that me, right?
2: Mm-hmm. So
3: like you said, I understand that your question is, yeah, but maybe we was getting freaky last week in the closet, and now I decided I don't want to get freaky with you anymore in the closet, and so now you're screaming um, that I raped you last week in the closet just because I don't want to fucking do that with you no more, right?
0: Right, right. But, that's,
3: but now, now that's not it's, – it's not, I didn't rape you last week. It's just that I don't want to have, continue to be with you, and so now it's a problem. But each one of those things that I described, I know it may sound like I'm talking a big-ass circle, but each one of those things that I described, the clear-cut common denominator is perspective, right? So mm-hmm. the last one that I described, the, the the latter of all of the three situations, it is it was good, but now it's not, you know? So now my perspective about you has changed. The second one was, man, it was an accident. Why is she tripping, right? And then the first one is, Just this this person with all this anxiety and energy and just moving through life all fast and not really considering another person's perspective. And then they make mistakes, acting like children. We have way too many of us here on earth that still got like a 13-year-old mindset. What do 13-year-olds do? They're horny. They like to snap bras. They like to act impulsively. You know, they think with a little man instead of a big man or their lower chakra area. You know, they like flaming hot. You know, that kind of stuff is way more important to them than, you know, saving for a future or saving for a house, that kind of thing, right? We got way too many people who would rather drive a nice car and live in a dump.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: She ain't going to see my house. She going to see my car. So perspective. I said all of that, my brother, to say perspective. That I think is the main reason why these things are happening. So like you said at the beginning of the show, somebody like me and Bridget and Vision, you know, we become very playful with you all on the phone. We might use curse words every now and then or something like that. But when it comes to our livelihood, we walk into that building that we're going to work at then we have a certain aura about ourselves. We basically have one of those, man, don't mess with her signs on our back or front or forehead or wherever. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a certain way that you carry yourself causes a person to approach you in a certain way. Another thing I want to add to this um, discussion is I heard somebody say, I can't remember who it was, but they was listening to, I think, Chris Rock or somebody like that talking. I, I can't remember which brother I was building with one day who offered this to me. But they were telling me that I think it was Chris Rock or some comedian, you know, maybe it was, um, um, you know, one of our brother's comedians who are always just so on point about stuff like maybe Cat Williams or somebody like that or um, Eddie, yeah, help me out with Eddie's name. But anyway, so Mother Brother was saying, hold on, wait a second, this whole thing going on with Bill Cosby. That was way back in the day. That was during the time when everybody was doing drugs. They had, was doing so much drugs that they had a necklace, a Coke necklace. They would reach, they would wear the necklace, you know, around it, walk around regular town. They would reach around their neck and take a sniff of drugs just right there in front of everybody all the time. That was just how life was at that time. So he's saying – So that that creates a whole nother perspective. So can you imagine just the same way everybody is walking around carrying a water bottle? Fast forward 50 years from now, all of a sudden somebody's going to come back and say, man, Benita gave me some water one day. And (sighs) then they're going to have me in front of the judge talking about I harassed the person because I offered – I was like, hey, bro, how you doing? You want some water? Mm. Right? Now (laughs) all of a sudden that shit gets flipped around into – a um, sexual harassment case 50 years from now because I offered somebody something, right? Right. So hold on. Wait a second. And, you know, it's a matter of perspective. Well, you know, in 2017, we offered everybody water. It was common oh, courtesy. Here's my,
0: here's my thing, Benita. I'm going to cut you off because I want to get some more people on, but I do want to put this question on the floor also as well. Um, now, the workplace is one thing. Now, that's where you make your livelihood at. But how can women prevent from putting themselves in the position in these places to be harassed? Now, you should be able to go anywhere you want to go, but let's go all the way back to Mike Tyson, and I'm going to bring Queen B on with this one. You remember where the woman came to Mike Tyson's hotel room at like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning it was, why would you go, that's a booty call. Why would you go to somebody's hotel room at two or three o'clock in the morning and what, expect to talk and just have a conversation? I mean, come on, Queen B. I'm talking about people putting themselves in predicaments, positions where they're vulnerable to these type of things. Talk to me, Queen B. Well,
5: you know what? Um, that time, I changed it. That time of the um, night, you was asking for it. You was asking for it. She put herself in a position, whereas you come into his, where his domain, where he's laying his head for the night, and you expect to just sit and watch TV or have a conversation. Um, he's gonna try something. And so, if you didn't want to be touched or you know, then you should have never been there. Wow. So I think she could have prevented herself. I, she could have prevented um, that happening to her.
0: So it, it's just tripped out that women have to think oh. in their women have to think in their mind that okay, I'm gonna go over here and he's gonna try to try something. I mean, you know, it, it's crazy that you guys even got to think like that and have that on your mind. Like, well, no, I'm not gonna go over there because if I go over there, he's gonna try to try something. And it's like the men seem like we're always the aggressor, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to initiating these type of things. But, you know, I just don't know what it would feel like to think in my mind that whenever I'm around... there's no need to
3: apologize for that. You have uh every right to ask for sex, and we have every right to say no. You also, like... Every mother teaches her child this every every child knows every every woman needs to know better if she doesn't know better, she need to know better and i don't I will not apologize for any woman who should know better like how many dudes have said Benita, come go with me to Hawaii Benita come go with me to Myrtle beach Benita come go with me to las vegas or or um New York and you know the next thing that come out of my mouth is, bro, I'm not having sex with you." Mm. immediately that shit come out of my mouth because that needs to be an understanding, right? Yeah, even well, so before I'm you go over because, there. Yes, thanks a lot, sis. You,
2: yeah, even you before like, you
3: go over there,
5: you can make it clear, like, okay, I'm going to come to your room. You invited me to come, but I'm not doing
0: anything. Then why would you even go in the first place? But, but God, if he, he asked her to say, come. Yeah.
4: If
3: he asked oh, her to come over. COD? Look, you know how y'all fellas is. we just going to play cards.
5: Y'all
0: know we're going
3: to try.
5: Time. Y'all know we're going to try. try. But, but if, I'm a tr- you can try, but if I say no, then it's
3: no. And but then you invited great.
5: me there, and we had this conversation before I got there. That don't mean I. now you have the right to rape me. But if no, I came no, over no, there no, and we. No, no.
0: That, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is that if you accept the kiss, if you accept the hug. <laughs> if you accept How many
5: times you just did that and still walked
3: away? Yeah,
0: that's true. That's the point. Look, I'm going to put it black. <laughs> Look,
3: black. I'm a, this is this is one for the sisters. The sisters say I don't ever stick for up for them, but this is one that is definitely for them. I'm going to tell you like this brother told me. He said, I don't know whether or not I'm getting the sex until the penis is entering the vagina. He said, <laughs> prior to that, I prepared myself for her saying no all Mm -hmm. the way through he said the only way i know i'm having sex is when my penis enters her vagina that's it
4: she Uh, has the right to say
3: no at any time now but saying that you know that is definitely one for my sisters but then one for my brothers is you know sisters should not they should not like like bridget said you establish a situation at the door but if he come in and even though you've established a situation at the door, he come in or you go over there or whatever, you know you know the situation. Like it's one thing if you say, all right, bro, I don't want to have sex with y'all. And then you go to, say, um, Great America. Hey, y'all, did you say I want to have sex but with
0: y'all?
3: You, you know,
0: <laughs> I don't want to have sex with you.
3: I don't want to <laughs> have sex with you. So you say, okay, so look, you know, you're funny. So you say, I don't want to have sex with you, but then we go to Great America. Well, that's an easy kind of thing for me to, like, you know, give you a hug and be like, "All right, peace. I holler at you later." But if I say to you, "Okay, come to my house, come to my my soft music playing in the background, and come to you know me making chocolate cake for you or whatever, and then um come to you know, but then now when you come over here, keep in mind we're not having sex, right? And then come in my bedroom, let me give you a goodbye hug." And then it might try and start turning into something, and you don't say no, you don't say no. But don't set it up is what me and Bridge are saying. Yeah. Don't set it up. Yeah. And if you do set it up, yeah. then you just prepare yourself. Like I think really what happens with, to us as women is we'll say no in the beginning, and then if we, we might change set, our minds. We, we might we set up there's some situation where we'll set it up where it's clearly a no. Like for instance, mm-hmm. like for instance, I'll meet you at Starbucks right here in the city. That's a yeah. clear no. But if yeah. it's like if it's like um, I meet you at my house at two o'clock in the morning, you maybe go. I might not be a no, right? <laughs> so I mean, might be willing to should. change my mind. I might, I might be, I might be, or the hotel to play cards with some gin and juice at twelve o'clock at night. That might be, but still, you have to give us the might. We could change our minds.
0: So y'all be giving us mixed signals. That's that's, right. that's- Come on, <laughs> right. Big Mike. Come on, Big Mike. <laughs> i it. It's been
5: many times right. where yeah. no turning into yes. You know, right. it was no. no. And I was so clear.
3: Mike and then it the turned into yes.
0: Big Mike, give Hold us some feedback on She really on important,
3: though. She said she was prepared for that, though, Black. Make sure right. we get that out there. She was prepared for
0: that. Right. Inside your big-ass purse, you got baby wipes. You got condoms. You got all type of things, but you're saying, no, nah, I didn't come over here prepared. Big Mike, <laughs> give us some feedback on these mixed signals, brother. Man,
1: invite you over. Got some tight-ass booty shorts on. See? Monkey nipples. <laughs> you asked for
2: it. <laughs> um,
1: but, but you're saying no, though.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: See, that's what I'm saying. Mixed signals. You, oh, I just want to look sexy, but you, 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 seducing them up, woo! Ha ah, ah. ha!
2: Woo! <laughs> look at him—he's the booty the shirt is dangerous. The booty side is dangerous.
1: And that monkey showing too?
2: Stop it! If you came over in
5: your boxers. I'm not gonna rape you because you came up in your boxers.
0: See, y'all got y'all not physical though, Bridget. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> we are. We, men are physical too. We physical, too. Uh, we physical um, too.
5: Women, women can be physical women, too. Women now. look for
0: more of an emotional connection. Y'all want to kiss? Yeah. But when physical.
5: she want what she want, when she want it, she's physical.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: then they start rubbing your hair. Stroke your head back you with well, your let, head
0: back. Let, let me ask you this question. The day you grab that tie, and they go, that's it. This, this, is a for, uh-huh. this is a question for for women out there. Men could look at a woman and instantly have get an erection. No. Did you hear me? <laughs> Men could look at a woman and instantly get an erection. Mm-hmm. So, so. Women could look at a man and instantly get wet, is that what you telling me?
4: Yeah.
0: Just by just by looking at a man. I don't yep. think we instantly did I get, get you wet. Did I, think I, get I think we quench. Get... We're gonna quench first. <laughs> I mean I mean I mean <laughs> I keep get... in mind he hasn't my, said anything. sometimes for me
3: it could be the voice.
0: Like he hasn't said I'm, I'm, saying, like... he ha- I'm saying he hasn't <laughs> said anything to you. He's just across the street somewhere, or, or whatever. <laughs> see, men could look at a woman across the street with some yoga pants on, or whatever. it's always
5: on y'all mind. It's always on y'all mind. That's, That's why you point.
0: are. That's yeah. the point that I'm trying to make. The point okay. that I'm trying to make is men are more physical when it comes to the attraction than women are. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Our bodies, our bodies are actually affected by the look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The physical look. So yep. that that's that's all I was trying to say. The difference between some yeah. you know saying the the two. You know, so we try to not be in that position where the thought comes into the mind, the body reacts, the 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 um um erection comes and then, you know, we still around. So I've I've been around a woman where I had to kind of like walk out the room because I got an erection, and I didn't want her to see that I had an erection. <laughs> it, it was a, it was an involuntary type thing. You know, I, I didn't make it do that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying. And that's that, my yeah. thing. Can't stand the heat,
5: get out the kitchen. <laughs> right. it, 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 it's easy
0: for, it's easier for men to find themselves yeah. in that type of situation and with women, you know, knowing that, or women should know that. or they We
5: might not know that.
0: Right, they should be talked Because we're
5: not thinking about that. Because we will come over your house and just chill. And we're not saying we're going to have sex. We just want to be under your arms. We might just want to hug and just, you know, rub up on you. And we're not thinking about sex. We just want to be held. And then you have in mind, we can't even do that because you have a mind, you're going to try to get some.
1: Hey, oh. you love and you want to hug up on me, eventually you're going to get turned on. You're going to want to do something.
3: Mike, you already
5: admit that you can do that. you just be loving and hugging on the women and just giving them some affection. That's it. You know how yeah. to handle that now.
0: Yeah. Well, see, Mike, Mike is older, though, okay? But what about us young guys? We can't, you know, these you know, <laughs> <laughs> so What about us young guys? <laughs> Mike is settled down right now. You know, he's, he's all, he got all that stuff out of his system. You see what I'm saying? He can't do that with a lot of these young men. Not
2: like, quite. <laughs> 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 not quite. Let,
0: let's see what Bruce, Bruce Neal said. He said, she got it twisted. Sex is not always on men's minds. Women assume men want to have sex with them so that they wear, so they wear tight clothing to make um, themselves look attractive, but when a man <laughs> approaches them and get, uh, let me see, and they get an attitude, but when they approach, let me see, a man rub on them, kiss them, um, slide to hand down a man's pants, it's not harassment. So we want you to call in, Bruce Neal. We want you to talk about Hold on, me. yeah, because I'm really
3: confused about
0: what yeah. Bruce Neal is saying. Like and
5: and he said, and, and, Therese said, and he really? called me out and said it's not true to me. You, you just admit it. You just admit that media
0: is always on my arm. Uh, oh, what You all about your
1: work. When you all wearing them ass leggings? Right. Y'all, y'all don't know we are going to look at those yoga pins Y'all know Okay, just, just look at them. Just look at them. You don't have to What's
0: touch like, them. What's monkey? Your monkey <laughs> the You don't have to touch them. You just look. I well, that,
5: you know the attention that you're gonna get. You know um, when you wear those.
3: Just things. look, just look. She didn't put them on for y'all to touch her. Well, we ain't got
5: to put. I better make you?
3: y'all mad. <laughs> she didn't put I those got... on
5: for you to touch her.
3: Man, I put them on because they're comfortable. Because they're
5: comfortable
3: and they cute on me. Not for you to go out and be touching. Man, can you imagine if every man I walked past touched me just because I had some um, yoga? Every pants man on. that's in the gym with all the muscles, we don't just walk up and just grab his muscles? All them guys, be in the, weight gym,
5: right in the weight room like, over there? It'd be a, a lot,
2: lot of look, them. We don't just look, look, fall look there. This. Imagine,
3: this. imagine this. Imagine this. What if we walked by and we grabbed every man's package so we could test out what size you are as we walk walked past? Or what if we right. had to wear like your size, like the package of how big you are. You had to wear a a replica of that around your neck, outside your clothes. So when we walked (laughs) past you, we got to see really what you're working with. We wouldn't have to be fooled or have to go through the whole touching process, the touching game. You know, like mm-hmm. we could actually know, again, like this, we could wild, know. Wild, like wild. We would, when we walk past you, we'd be like, yeah. mm, no, 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 won't fit, <laughs> won't fit, no, no, no. And all those smiles and stuff we be giving you, y'all give none more than smiles. <laughs> <laughs> none of that.
0: We, we're, no, talking about, we're talking about sexual harassment, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about women who have come out pointed out, men such as Russell Simmons, John Conyers, Al Franken, Matt Lara, Bill O'Reilly, Bill Cosby, we're talking about the big sexual harassment cases that have come out, and we're trying to see how women can prevent themselves from being in the position to be um, sexually harassed, unwanted, you know, un- unwanted advances by these men. Now, the other thing is, You know, why would they wait so long to come out, and why now? You know, it seems like right now it's like a trend right now to come out and say, this man touched me, this man did this to me or that to me. It seems like a trend right now. So these are all the questions that are on the board. The phone number is on the phone right there for you to call in, Facebook Live. We want to hear from you and find out what your situation is. Have you ever have this ever happened to you? What was the experience with you? And again, um, some people at my job they were just unapproachable. You just looked at them and you just said, "Hey, I'm not going up to that one right there to, you know, say, hey, how you how you doing? How was your day? Hey, beautiful, whatever." And then some women, I mean, it's all it's all love, you know. Um, women at my job they come up to me, "Hey, Ty, how you doing?" They give me a hug or whatever, and and it's just genuine. Brother and sister love, you know what I'm saying. But some people don't have that, you know what I'm saying. So, and some people you don't even feel comfortable even thinking about approaching them or establishing that type of relationship with them. So, we're talking about the difference between wanted advances, unwanted advances, and waiting so long to report someone that that you have experienced that with. Let's go ahead and bring on this Chicago caller. Chicago, you're out there. State your name, Chicago. Who's this? This is Bruce. Bruce Neal, what's going on, my brother?
6: I'm good, my brother. I was just looking at your live broadcast, and I'm not understanding what this sister is saying because
2: sexual harassment is
6: a serious, very serious subject. And me, myself, I've been Hold around. on, brother.
0: Hold on, Brett. Okay. Uh, define that. Experience versus subject. Go ahead, elaborate on that a little bit more, so everybody can be clear on what it is you're saying.
6: Okay, what I'm saying is, I'm a 60 year old man. Okay. I've been harassed during the years by several women and men. Mm-hmm. I was a, I was sexually harassed when I was 10 years old by a man, and almost got my father arrested because my man my father attacked this man. Mm-hmm. And also, I've, twenty years, I've been sexually harassed by several women because women have the nerve to think that they can do anything they want, or they can touch men, general, general, uh, private parts, um, hug on men, kiss men, and it's okay. But see, the thing about it is, as you know, a two-sided coin here. When men do the same to women. They automatically claim it's sexual harassment. It's not the case all the time because men are affectionate just like women. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a tendency to hug our sisters, want to be, uh, uh um, uh, uh, want to be close to our sisters, and sometimes we speak with our hands. And I noticed in the news lately, there's been a lot of women coming out claiming a lot of these powerful men. Um, have sexually harassed them. It's, it, it, the reason why they're coming out so late is because a lot of these powerful men threaten their jobs, threaten their family life, threaten their occupation. And I can understand that that they are coming out so late with these uh, allegations. But the thing about it is a lot of men are being sexually harassed also by women, powerful women. And see, they don't speak on that because they think men don't suffer the same pain as women. And we do, but we don't. We don't. We don't say anything because men are very passionate and we're touchy feely at times. But all men are not like that. I work with children. I work with women. I'm a drummer. I'm an African drummer. I play drums for dance classes. There's no way in the world that if I would get involved with these young ladies, with these women, that I would still be around the African. dance community I am not so into sex as people think women come to me they caress me they grab me I had a I was on a beach a couple of months ago young lady asked me for a cigarette and when I reached to give her a cigarette she grabbed my private parts and then I said well come here wait a minute come here she grabbed my private parts and I said well do that again she didn't do it again but she gave me a number Hmm. but you see I didn't complain about it. I was excited about it because she found me, as an older man, attractive. And see, the thing about it is they're complaining about things that went on years ago. And like I say, I feel for these women. And I understand where they're coming from, but sexual harassment in any case is wrong. (laughs)
2: <laughs> sir
3: Sir Bruce, I think we're saying the same thing, my brother yeah we um we also agree that it's wrong, we also agree that it's serious, We also agree that it happens to men as much as it happens to women, and we also agree that it depends on the perspective. So you may have um, missed out on some of the other comments that we made. We did get a little playful at the end, as we we usually be playful at the beginning and start getting real serious towards the end. But that's the typical way it is with us. We family love each other, and we just um, I like that. But we also do discuss these very serious topics, and we want we want our people to get better. We want our people to heal. So we appreciate you offering your perspective because it basically coincides with what we've been saying throughout this whole program tonight. Thank you for calling in. Now, yeah. now let me
0: let, let me share you guys with an experience that I had at work. This was August 2005, and the reason why I know this so much is because um this was around the time my father passed. And um I was dating a young lady at work and um we were at the end of the relationship. We had dated for um, a few years, or whatever have you. And um, I was crazy about um, this young lady, but she was crazy too, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, wow. uh, and 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 in right. order, and in order for me not to put my hands on her, you know, I had to make a decision to walk away from the situation. Um, when i decided to walk away from her i didn't answer you know she had the advantage you know but i always felt like in order to regain the advantage in a relationship that's struggling where you are going back and forth was just to be silent not answer any phone calls not answer any texts, because women or men and mainly i'm going to speak from a man's point of view Women think that they have the advantage over you because they have a vagina. Exactly.
2: So
0: so, um, being that, women are also emotional. So um, when you just shut completely down, don't answer no phone calls, don't answer no text messages, don't give them the type of attention that you were giving them, begging them and all that stuff like that. It throws her off of her game. So I did the same thing to this woman because it's all it's all a, a mental game, and it's all a mental, you know, it's it's what they call emotional backgammon. So once I got to the point where I was fed up, I said, hey, you know, I can't do this no more. You know what I'm saying? It, We're going to have to shut this down. So she was like, all right, cool. So first her, pri- first her pride was like, all right, cool. But then when she saw I wasn't calling her or texting her no more, then that was a change or a difference from what I had previously done. You know, I would call her ten times a day, text her. We would talk on the phone, see each other and everything. Just shut it down, cold turkey. So now she's calling me, calling me, texting me. I'm not answering the phone. So she sends exactly. me a message, and she says, okay, you want to play like this? Wait till we get to work tomorrow. I got to work, and then I get called in the office. They want to have a meeting with me. She got a couple of union stewards. I'm a chief union steward at the time, and they wanted to bring me up on charges of sexual harassment. Instead Absolutely. Instead of sexually harassing her. So I'm like, all right, you know, cool. I got a trump card in my back pocket. So we sit down and we have the meeting. Um, uh, it, it was It was a whole situation where the police was involved. Her children's father came up to the job. Him and I got into it, I mean, almost like a physical thing. And and this was on county property, you know what I'm saying? So uh, when all this happened and the police got involved at the job and everything, then administration got involved. And when administration got involved, that's where it was kind of tough. So we have this meeting, and, you know, I love her and I care about her, But I know that if she continues on a path that she continues on, then either we both are going to lose our job or she's going to lose her job. Because, again, I got a trump card in my back pocket. So Mm -hmm. we had this meeting. I sit down with labor management, and they're saying that, hey, so you guys were dating on a job? Yes, ma'am, we were. Okay? And I had to admit those things because I'm trying to knock down this case of sexual harassment building up against me. She got some females on the job that didn't like me to fight her case for her. Okay. So I'm fighting the case against her. These other females that got a problem with me and don't like me. So I said, look, this is fault." You know, I said I shouldn't have been dating her while she was on the job. I mean, while we were on the job, we shouldn't have had this workplace relationship or whatever the case may be, but I did not sexually harass her. And she's not saying anything. The other girls that's, Representing her is doing all the talking You know And they're trying to assassinate my character Now Management They know me They are aware of the things That I'm doing outside of the uh, Outside of the workplace They know that you know I'm, I'm, I'm about serious business You know So I asked for a caucus I said you know may I speak with you guys privately I said this to management They asked them to leave out of the room I go and open up my cell phone and I show management the text messages that she had been sending me threatening to bring me up on some type of trumped-up charges if I wouldn't talk to her, if I wouldn't communicate with her. And I told them, I said, hey, look, I'm sorry, this is my fault. You know, I I shouldn't have dealt with nobody at the job, but I got tired of the situation and I broke it off. And as a result of breaking this thing off, she threatened to do different things to me here. Here's the text message. They saw the text message, right? So they like, okay, well, she had her child's father come up here to the job to try to, you know what I'm saying? She did all of this stuff. This is what right. So they call them back in the room, and they say, well, hey, look, we got some evidence up in here that if you want to keep pursuing this thing, um, it's not going to go well for you. And so they took a break. We took a break. Me and her just in the room with the other union stewards, I said, hey, look, I didn't want to have to go here, but, you know, I got all those text messages that you sent me. I had to show it to him because my job is on the line. I said, but, you know,
2: That's-
0: if if they prove that this dude came up here because you asked him to come up here to address me, you're going to lose your job. You know, I'm just letting you know. So, again, I love her, I care about her. So they came back up in the room. So we came to an agreement. We said, hey, look, they're going to drop these charges against me or whatever. Then they said, well, wait, we still have this situation where, you know, your child's father came up to the job. I said, well, hey, look, that's not her fault, you know. I said, me and him had been into altercations in the past. He came up here on his own. I'm protecting her job. Right. Although she tried to do this to me. See what I'm saying? So again, to make a long story short, some of these accusations could be based on what Benita uh, was talking about, and some other people were talking about about, hey, I once welcomed the relationship and the advances. But when it turned into a direction I didn't want it to be in, now, all of a sudden, I'm going to bring these things up and assassinate your character and possibly do even worse. work. So that's and my they can story. do that's, it. That's my they,
6: they can do it. And you know, my brother, I'm sorry to say, but it was your fault. It's yes, our sir. fault because, because we give in to temptation too quick. We mm-hmm. as men, we have to watch our behavior. We have to at least let these women know that we are not interested in a relationship, especially in the work site. If mm-hmm. you allow yourself to fall into um, the emotional temptation on the work site, you're going to fail because women have to upper hand because we would get arrested, we would lose our job, we would lose, go through divorce quicker. We have to be aware of our own behavior and, <laughs> and, and be able to say, just like women say, no. It's real simple. We men. We give in to temptation too quick. I have learned over the years that women are emotional and they will strike out at you if you do not give in to that, their command.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that let,
6: me, let me say
3: this. What, um, Brother Bruce, what you're saying, I was just talking to a friend of mine who works a job where, you know, to make sure I maintain confidentiality he he on on his job he has the type of personality that is like he keeps it exactly how you said, Bruce, no, and keeps it very level headed I'm not trying to do anything with any of these women up here I'm um, focused I'm here to you know make this money, get this pension, and keep it moving right
2: absolutely but he
3: works, but he works with other fellas that have a different type of personality and a different focus. Maybe they're not trying to stay on that job for the rest of their lives. They want to do other things, but they have one of those real sociable personalities, real super friendly, hugging this one, waving at that one, that kind of thing, right? And I think that a really good lesson that we can take from this discussion is that when we're in the workplace, we maybe maybe all that extra friendliness, like I know I'm a very sociable person and I'm pretty friendly too, but I think that we need to... Especially in this world, in this world of white supremacy, racism, we got to be really, really I'm careful on our jobs.
2: So we got we got to
3: be really careful. Okay. And so since we have to be so careful, it may be a good idea for us to just keep it regular
2: on the job. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like especially after exactly. hearing black stories. hmm I
0: think we got. I you think do. we got another let me, call.
2: Let me ask you, sister. Hold on, on, brother.
0: Hold on, hold on, brother Bruce. Let me see if we got this other caller in. Okay. You got to get your phone. You got to get your phone away from the computer because we're hearing feedback. So if you want to speak, um, I'm going to go to you again. But you got to get away from what other device that you're using so that we can. um hear what you got to say without the feedback. Talk to me. Okay. Yeah, Chicago, who's this? This is brother Michael. Hey brother Michael, how, you, all how doing, you doing
7: man? my brother? Oh man, brother, y'all touched on a very hot topic, man. Um I kinda Yeah you know, brother Ice, Benita, my cousin Bruce, y'all kinda know my profession.
2: Hey, what's and up,
7: cuz? What's going down, cause I'll say this, and I'll try to say this and try to quell my emotion with this because this is a hot topic. And when I say this is a hot topic because there's a lot of times, brother, for the sister who absolutely, who was assaulted, who has been molested, and the brothers who has been molested, um, and you, your heart go out to them, and you take that same type of vigor. The same type of spirit in these in false investigations, when they come out, you use manpower, you get emotionally drained because initially when you hear the victim, your heart goes out to the victim. So it's a double-edged sword, and it's not something easily where you can decipher the difference. But I will say this, brother, and, and when I heard the brother Bill Cosby name mentioned earlier, you know, you're talking about a situation where as come on now, we got to keep it real. When black men do something, they don't wait forever to come. We, they bring in our black ass before we get the chance to make money. They, 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 they chopping our heads off from the get-go. So in studying the trend with Bill Cosby, when he was trying to acquire NBC and giving another black man during a time where another black man was leaving off, giving our children hope. Come on, man. The caucasian don't wait that long. Now, as far as all these um, Caucasians, you know, getting accused of this at this time, whatever, they freaky people anyway.
2: You know, mm-hmm.
7: do what they want, do what they will, what they own. But with us, come on, man. As soon as we, I mean, we used to get killed for looking up under the dress on a clothing line and you're going to tell me these people, these Caucasians are going to wait 20, 30 years with our brother. I just can't buy that. And I, this is why sometimes I hate those false accusers so much. So when that little boy and that little girl come um, with their story, we got to look at it at a gong, eyes. let me tell you this, man. I'm going to get off the subject real quick. We have had children come tell a story so heartbreaking to find out later if the mother is mad at the breakup Absolutely. with the father or the stepfather or what have you. Now, you invested emotion, you invested time, because children don't want to be disappointed. They don't want to be disappointing to the mother or the father. And when they tell it, and it's programmed in their mind, it comes from a very emotional point. So for those who have actually been victimized, those false people, you hurt their cause. There's a lot of people who have been victimized, especially in our community. Um, you know, being that from cousin, close friends, the family. Yes, that's an absolute truth. But these naysayers, these these false bell ringers, man, they hurt that cause because of. Political aspiration or greed. Now watch the trend and how all these people are gonna sue. Why they ain't come when it was criminal? Because it served no purpose for him to be in a jail. But it come now when it's civil, so they can get some money. But more importantly, they hurt the cause of a black man that's y'all studying the trends. One black man would come out of the seat, another man finna rise into one of the most popular, <laughs> one of the most popular networks on, on the country, and about to purchase that piece. They assassinate his character, and we as a people, we jump on board. Yeah, that nigga did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And that nigga did it, and we told him to stay away from the white women in the first place. And yeah. you ain't telling him to stay away when you was supporting the o pudding pops. You was watching all the
6: Cosby shows.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yes.
6: But we program to react to situations when we see them happen, not That's not right. exactly when they happen. When we see someone else reported. We are programmed. But you see, the bottom line is you are innocent until proven guilty. Come on now. That's
2: the law. I agree with
6: you, and and I think black eyes hit it right on
7: the head. Man, I'm a grown natural man. You ain't coming to my bedroom 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Hey, man, I ain't nothing to talk about. We can talk during bed hours. Those sleeping times. Those sleeping (laughs) times, those bed times. Night, 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 night next... (laughs) <laughs> so, I, I understand that that's the same implication. Yeah, sister, you got the right to say no, but you also have the right not to put yourself in the environment and think first. Why, as a woman, that I'm attractive going to a grown-notch man's bedroom um, at this hour? Meet me for once uh-huh. if I want to keep a platonic. Meet me for breakfast. Tonight, uh-huh. Why would you put yourself in a situation like that unless there's something behind it? Well, uh-huh. I'm done with this. I'm Look, done, y'all. You, you, you're absolutely that. right.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. this is a very emotional, sensitive yes. subject, you know, tonight. Yes, I appreciate, you know, I appreciate that the call lines is lit up out there, and uh, we got people, you know, really <laughs> chiming in on tonight's show. You know, some of them came on late, you know, and want to get on. But um let me see. Dana said, How does that make you feel that she still works with you? Um, you know, I'm the kind of person that have a lot of love in my heart, uh, sister Dana, and I'ma always love her. You know, um, it's just not going to be the same type of love. See what we don't understand in our culture and in our in our you know, as a people that we sometimes gain why and girlfriends, and fiancés, and those type of things. But when they're no longer the wife or the fiancé or the girlfriend, then they're supposed to be in the role of a sister. You understand what I'm saying? So she's still my sister, and she's always going to be my sister, and I'm always going to look at her and have that love for her and care about her. Uh, I was in her children's lives and all of that stuff. And I knew that I was the only person standing between her and her job being taken away from her. But when you're young and when you're emotional, then you make decisions that's not rational decisions, you know. So we get along today. I see her um, maybe once a day or twice a day, you know. She, we still work at the job together. And um, she's in a decent relationship, and I've moved on in my life, and I'm engaged. So, you know, I'm, we, we good, you know what I'm saying, we good. You know and and if she needed me for something some advice or something like that i would I would be there to give her that advice. That's
2: it well, yeah.
6: my advice to any brother, don't get involved in any kind of relationship on the job because it's always bring back drama always you know, and especially if you're a man, if you got clout, if you got power over them, and you an executive and something like that you know, it's always going to look bad for you because, like I said, women are emotional characters, and we have to look out for their emotions as well as ourselves because a lot of brothers, a lot of men, period, are failing right now. They're losing jobs, losing their houses, they're losing their careers, and Mm -hmm. they're they're going through divorce because of these allegations. So we have to be aware of our behaviors as men and stand up for our rights because a lot of women, even though we love them, we care for them, we will, you know, risk our lives for them. But the thing about it is they can make a lot of trouble for us that we don't need in our life.
2: hmm Yeah. Yeah.
6: Sure. I'm, I'm going to say this and I'm going to get off, brother, because uh, I understand you have other callers, and I want to hear this this sister uh, speak more because she was making a lot of sense. hmm
2: I I question? I wish you all a
6: good night. What's
2: your question? My question.
6: What, what no. is Bruce's question?
3: Bruce had a question for
6: me. What is his question? Oh, I wanted to ask you if you was in an environment where you worked around a lot of gentlemen. And if so, did you were you friendly with several gentlemen and not friendly with other gentlemen and if you if you were, did you hug and you know, were so friendly with a couple of gentlemen and you knew these other gentlemen around your environment, your work environment, was attracted to you?
3: That's a good question because that's exactly what happened to me. I ended up no longer working at one site, and I sort of kind of thought that was part of the reason. That's not the reason that was given, and the guy, you know, the person in charge never... Said anything to me about it, like he never came up to me and said, "Well, since you didn't give me a hug, I'm getting you out of here." You know, he came up with some kind of lame excuse because it it didn't fit the it didn't make sense. Like the complaint was, she doesn't get along with people, but she spends too much time with people, right? Well, if I wasn't uh-huh. getting along with them, then why why do they want to sit and build with me? So, but um, but yeah, there was this one particular day, and I remember. Things changing a lot for me after that, where there's this one guy, he's like, oh, man, what's up? I haven't seen you in a long time. You acting funny now? I'm like, man, you know I ain't acting funny. Come over here and give me a hug. And I gave that's him a hug. Why had, that's why I asked. That's why I asked the question, Steve.
2: But, Bruce, see as, soon as, I, why? But
3: Bruce but as soon as I gave the dude a hug, the person in charge that I was talking about just now, he walks past, watching me give the other guy a hug. But it wasn't one of those full body hugs. It was like a little pat on the back type of, you know, big space in the center hug. It was just kind of like among friends. But I also do this, and this is what I'm not going to do anymore, or I'm going to try my best not to. I'm not phony ever. So if I like you, I like you, and everybody knows that I like you. I make a huge announcement about liking you. Like, for instance, I will walk past you in the hallway and i say something like this, hey, warrior, how you doing today? You know, know, I hope you have a great day, right? And then if Mm -hmm. I walk past you and I don't like you, then you get one of these. Good morning.
6: You see what I mean? (laughs) I'm going to tell you like this, sister. You have to be on your job, on your uh, workplace. You have to treat all employees the same as you treat your children. You're right. You're
2: right, you right. Thing. Yeah, cause you I'm cannot, in an environment cannot, with a bunch
5: of men. You
6: cannot.
5: I'm in an environment of a bunch of men every single day. When I go to you work I mean? every morning, I'm in an environment with a bunch of men at all ages, from but the ages of 25 on up to 90, 80, they, uh, and they all approach me in different ways, and I'm the same way with everybody.
3: But Everybody. In one
5: position, yeah, but they all come to me in different ways. But I still had it straight up and down. So this is one particular, he he um he's very friendly. He's the friendliest person at the job, and he smiles a lot, and everybody find him to be very nice. And he comes up and he'll he'll take a hug. He'll you know he'll approach to get a hug. And now all the other guys they like, whoa, she gave you a hug. And he was like, oh, she you know she don't usually you know. So now they feel like he got special privileges. And then you know, so it's okay. But I'm just the same way with everybody. I'm like, mm
2: mm. Okay, and I just
5: want
6: the gentleman on that's listening. Don't take this this offensively. And I know you heard it before, but men sometimes act like children. And you women, oh, when it yeah. comes to women, when it comes to women, if if there's a pretty woman around, especially in the workplace, men tend to get jealous or have these feelings towards another man because of a woman. And you have wow. to you, be able to control your behavior around a woman because I do it too, I am guilty of it too, and I am saying I am no better than the next man, and I am just being honest.
2: We mm-hmm. tend
6: to hold feelings for another man rather than that woman. Because mm-hmm. we are attracted to that woman. The female species is our opposite. And sometimes we will overreact with the female and we'll take it out on another man.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. See that,
3: I'm, I'm glad those that you mentioned just, that because we...
0: For, for those who just tuned in, you tuned in to Relationship Talk Battle of the Sexes here on POET Radio. Tonight we were talking about... Um, the sexual harassment cases that has gone on is the hottest thing in the news right now. Yesterday, John Conyers was forced to resign and step down. Today, Al Franken was forced to resign and step down. Last week, we had Matt Lauer of, um, I believe, um, either NBC or uh, ABC step down. We've had Russell Simmons. Um, uh, just recently stepped down, um, Bill O'Reilly, you know about him, you know about Bill Cosby. So we were talking about on tonight's show um, how women are coming out, out of the woodworks right now and how this can be prevented in the workplace and how you can avoid from getting into situations, um, or uh, you know, um, where you could be faced with being sexually Harassed, you know, so we, we had discussed the whole gamut of things on this show. You've heard from Benita. You've heard from Big Mike. You've heard from Queen B, You've heard from Mike Neal, Bruce Neal, and others that have called in on this show and gave their perspective. And um, it's just a beautiful thing that we can come together and talk and agree to disagree if that's what we're going to do, although, all uh, you know, also as well. And that's why this is called the battle of the sexes, because you have both perspectives, both male and female, when it comes to this particular subject. We know that men are more physical in nature than women are. Women are more emotional in nature than men are. And so we were talking about things and ways that men get excited. You know, uh, we talked about from the clothing that women wear um that we look at and find to be sexy or appealing and you guys just look at it, hey, I just wanna look nice and I just wanna be sexy and we looking at y'all like looking at look at that ass in them yoga pants. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? So I'm just I'm just being honest and tell you what the thinking of a man is and the thinking of a guy is just Anita like was sharing with us what the thinking of a woman is when it comes to these type of things that hey, I, I'm you know I I just want to be cool with you. I just want to be your friend, and I I might just want to lay up under you, and I might just want to get cozy, and I might just want to you know just watch a movie with you and do those things. And we're looking like okay, you touching my body. Um, I, I I have an involunt, I have an involuntary erection because my body has reacted, my body has reacted to you connecting with it. So we're just explaining to you the different. Um, ways that men react to situations versus women react to situations, but at the end of the day, no means no, and we would, it, it would, it would behoove women to make sure that they don't put themselves in situations where they could be sexually harassed. Nevertheless, if a man does sexually harass a woman, there is no excuse for it you know in any type of situation and she's expressed to you that she's not welcome welcoming of that today and maybe yesterday she was she's still not welcoming of the advances you know so and women please stop sending mixed messages to us men <laughs> you know, <Uh-oh>. you know. <laughs> thank you <laughs> I was about to say thank you <laughs> Uh, and, uh, really? let, let's go ahead. Let's, let's go ahead down the line. Let's go ahead and get some last words in. Uh, Benita Austin,
3: what's your last words? Give us thirty seconds, babe. Okay, we we said so much today that I'll make my last thirty seconds instead of a summary of everything. Just simply a response to this last thing that I wanted to say. Bruce had mentioned something about females being emotional, as if men aren't. and I don't think that that was his ultimate way of wanting to express it. Because towards the end, he made another comment that lent to the idea that men can be emotional, too. And I wanted to make sure that emotions are just, you know, a person's feelings. Is it okay to be, have feelings? But then we need to be able to speak logically and factually to each other, slide those feelings to the side for a moment, and have a conversation about the facts anytime it gets real sticky like this, especially with something as serious as, sexual harassment. Thanks for y'all calling in, listening, or downloading this broadcast.
0: Peace. Yeah, you know, um, somebody just brought up Gina and Martin, too, you know, that that was a situation, a working relationship that turned into a sexual uh, harassment accusation. But let's go go ahead down the line. Big Mike, um, give us your last 30 um, 30 second comment, my brother.
1: Yeah, I'd like to just uh, advise any man that's in power, you know, just don't don't uh, abuse that situation, cause you know that thing is all. You see, you see how it worked out for the fellas, you know, back you know, 15, 20, 20, thirty years ago. It was all in power. It was, it was going on. Even the woman probably enjoyed it. But as time went on, see what I'm saying? It can come with a big negative input. Like when I say it messed up family, and that you know you end up you know losing your job. You know the reputation is get you know. It, it, it's just a bit of better appeal towards, you know, that's it. You have to be careful, you know. Any man is, is in power, and, you know, and in, in those positions. They need to be careful and uh, watch their step. That's cool. Let's All go right.
0: ahead and go to Queen B. Queen B, give us
5: your 30 seconds. As usual, we always have great conversations. I really like the subject tonight. Uh, um, I've learned something. I mean, well... I was yeah I was you know everybody's views everybody have good um, comments and suggestions and stuff like that and yeah I want to say to the women um, that really don't understand how that goes cause, you know sometimes women I just feel like they just really don't understand what they are doing when when they put themselves in you know those type of positions where you um, may get groped or sexually harassed and do we deserve it no but if you are doing things that's very tempting to a man then chances you will be um, sexually harassed or said something out of pocket too so women just need to learn a lot of women out there just need to learn how to respect themselves as women and you know you give respect you'll receive respect so that's all I have to say for the evening
0: all right, cool. And I'll just close out by saying this again. You know, um, there is a lot of outside forces that we don't see that are, that's manipulating this movement of yeah. women coming out, um, singling out very powerful men in um, legislature or in entertainment. And some of these men, it's just time for them to be caught some of these men. It's just time for them, you know what I'm saying? Because they've made a whole life of doing these like this Harvey Weinstein dude, him, mm-hmm. I just think his situation, boy, is is is, a, is is some type of situation. But mm-hmm. um when it comes to these politicians, I really feel that it's about power and control of uh, um you know of, of the political landscape, you know. Um, it's not that much of a advantage that the Republicans have right now in um, the Senate. You know, I think there may be one or two senators more than the Democrats. And, you know, um, then, then the guy who, the Republican that's running in the South, um, he's running in an election now. And he has a whole big case that he's fighting. So I think that it's a political issue. Um, Instigation on both sides of the, uh, of the aisle, both parties are trying to find women to pull out uh, the woodworks on these politicians to get them out of office and break, you know, make special elections happen and put their person in office. So there's a lot of things going on. Everything is not exactly what you see when you're looking or when you're listening to the news stations and the television. That's why it's called propaganda, brothers and sisters. But, again, teach your daughters and teach your sons how to not cross the line of sexual harassment. So anybody that may be listening to this show uh, two years from now, three years from now, or watching this show two years or three years from now, maybe it can help somebody in the future. This is Black Ice on behalf of Benita Offset, Queen Bee, Vision, and Big Mike. We want to thank you for watching another edition of Relationship Talk, Battle of the Sexes, here on EOE Radio. Good night.